0: Welcome. You're listening to The Fringe Following. I'm your host, Lucina, and Michelle is back with us. Uh, today's date is December 23rd, 2020. Uh, so as I said, we are back and Michelle is here with us. Hey, Michelle. <laughs> hey, Lucina. How are you? I am fantastic. Thanks for asking. So I think like everybody else, although I have a little bit more of a backstory, (laughs) um, I think everyone else who's listening is probably wondering, where has Michelle been hiding? Where have you been hiding, Michelle? What have you been doing?
1: (laughs) Oh, you know, hanging out at the beach, having margaritas. In Colorado? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. No, I've... I've had a tough time, I really have. I mean first I I went home to California for Thanksgiving. And then after that, right after that, I got back and I had surgery. I had a precancerous polyp in my intestine and it was quite sizable for someone of my age. And so they removed it. So it requires a little different surgery than the normal colonoscopy. Mm -hmm. So I went through that and it isn't cancer, thank God. Um, (laughs) And it's totally removed, but I do have to go back next month to make sure that they Got it all. So that's a procedure and a process that isn't fun by any means. And then the day of my surgery, I developed laryngitis right after right. the surgery. <laughs> so I was all ready to start podcasting, and I had no voice. It's really hard to do a podcast when you can't talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you want to listen to dead air, I mean. <laughs> right,
1: exactly, or me croaking out something. Um, it wasn't COVID. I'm I'm better now. Um, I, my voice is still on the mend, and it's still probably a little scratchy, but... Overall, you know, I'm thankful that you and Ronnie, you both did some solo podcasts in my absence, and I'm so grateful for that to have friends to help me with that because I am very passionate about this podcast and I want to keep the content going and keep people interested and keep people listening. Um, But I've also had a a personal crisis too with this whole election thing. It has been really, really hard on me. I. I live life very deeply and, you know, I've been an American for decades Well, I was born American life. and, Real life. Seeing, you know, my whole life and to see where our country is now is not a country I recognize when, you know, at all. And to see the voter fraud and to see how it's being treated and ignored and how Biden is just Ushered in with no questions from mainstream and all of that. I'm I'm a hugely intuitive person too. And just from what I sense, no option at this point is palatable to me. You know, mm-hmm. definitely not Biden taking over. That's
0: <laughs> right.
1: That's like putting a noose around my neck and just hanging me right there. But if we need to fight this outcome, Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel good to me either. And I know, and that's the hard part. And I want this podcast to be a place where people that think like we do can come and Mm
0: -hmm. feel good
1: about the way we feel. And and I don't want to say I've lost hope. A lot of my friends interpret this deep pondering as a loss of hope. It's not, loss of hope. It's more the anticipation of what's going to need to happen. And I'm Mm. not liking that. (laughs) It it breaks my heart. I I literally, it it was like getting dumped or something. It it broke my heart. And I'm also deciding to come out of the closet about my political views on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I have a post Mm -hmm. I've written. So I'm getting ready to do that because I do now feel that it is time And Mm -hmm. this is the time Mm
0: -hmm. and the
1: only time that I need to be upfront about who I am and what I believe on in all areas and all walks of my life, even if it offends people that are very close to me. And that's, and that's a hard thing for me too, because I am a people pleaser. And yeah, yeah. I want people to like and accept me. But that's kind of the whole backstory. It's been hard for me to come back Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: I'm, I don't like what I see and I'm, having trouble fully processing it and bringing it around in a way that people are going to, you know, have renewed hope. You know, it's not that I haven't lost right. hope. I just don't know how to frame it. And you actually are better
0: gifted at that. I, I do have to admit you're good Woo-hoo. at keeping faith. <laughs> Well, thank you. I, mm-hmm. I honestly, well, it's a difficult, I can understand, first of all, just for you and everyone listening, I honestly do understand why so many people probably feel very similar. And I do see that same, um, that same sentiment going on around right now. And it's almost, you know, and the difficult part about it, all of it is the stuff that actually is happening in the right direction. The people who are actually fighting, they're being silenced. We don't hear a lot about them. You can only get it from certain sources. And if you're not tapped into those sources or following it on a regular basis, it's, you get lost within a week because so much happens. Like I was telling you in a message, right? That my last message, there's so much going on, like daily, weekly, even hourly in some cases. (laughs) Um, and, it's not even just that but what where what's the information how do you how do you get through all the noise right there's a lot of noise going on around this and a then- lot of noise and mm-hmm. I don't know how to interpret it and I don't know where
1: to go with it and how much of it is true and how much of it mm-hmm. isn't true, even of the fringe sources, because we follow a lot of fringe sources because we both agree that mainstream media is mm-hmm. definitely not a viable source. Yeah. Um, but with that said, yeah, it's, I mean, I have so many friends that send me things because they know I do the podcast and I'm just like, I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> I <This, you> know, <laughs> great. I have fifty videos I've got to catch up on, but I, I don't know which ones are going to be the ones that are really going to bring this home for me. You know, I do admit I have found two articles that totally encapsulate how I feel, and mm. I may even do a solo podcast on those because they. They totally, it was like me writing it. If I was that articulate and that, um, you know, that mm. talented, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I wish I was, I wish I was better at processing my feelings faster and being able to encapsulate them so that right. other people can relate to them. But sometimes it takes me months to get to that point. If it's especially heartbreaking, like this election was, and I do want to say, it's not that we lost, that's not it. But with this, it's the fact that we lost and it wasn't really a true loss, that it was a fake loss, and that the fact that we don't have free election. Um <laughs> and, and maybe that's a fact that's been around for decades or at least 10 years, and I didn't know about it, I didn't fully realize it till what happened this Mm -hmm. election. And that's what bothers me. I don't care if you win, but win fairly. But so many people don't care. And the ends apparently justify the means to them. And we'll just turn a blind eye to them, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and I think, well, again, it just gets really difficult, because the reporting on this is obviously very biased. And that's the also Mm -hmm. the disappointing part of it. But through this entire process, like the questions you're asking, I think are the right questions. Like how long has this really been going on for? And uh, for all I know, it's been, well, it has been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. The issue with this election from where I'm standing was that it needed the cheating. Okay, sorry. Let me take that back. Maybe, maybe not. Che- okay, cheating. Um, the voter fraud and the election fraud had to be so big that it's staring us all in the face, right? Mm-hmm. But you have people turning a turning a blind eye or not doing anything about it. So you kind of know that something's up there like why are you refusing to do a recount and certify? What are you hiding, right? right. So there is a lot of that and people unfortunately there aren't a lot of places to go and with uh, more and more censorship kind of happening at this time. I think, uh, makes it a lot more difficult because people, a a lot of people just don't know where to go. And then, like you said, you get all these videos and things like that, just stuff that comes at you and you're like, okay, what do I listen to? What do I spend my time on? Is it going to take me down the wrong track? Is it going to, right? Um, and, uh, so that is difficult. And then you're like, well, I don't watch mainstream anymore. So what am I going to replace my narrative with? (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, Do, I'm not going right. to replace it with something else. That's just like pie in the sky. Like to you know, so I get it. It's it's really difficult. I think a lot of people are in the same place. To be honest, right. yeah, right. I I guess
1: that's a good way to put it. I, you know, I haven't I haven't lived the mainstream narrative for years. But with that said, mm-hmm. so I develop my own narrative, but you know, I really wasn't that involved in all this and politics until COVID, as I've explained on previous podcasts. So now my narrative is more important, you know, before it was like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of head in the sand narrative, but now it's like, wait a minute, there's some really bad crap here. And um what does that mean? And can we overcome it? And if we don't um, overcome it now, mm-hmm. I don't see an opportunity in my lifetime for it to get overturned. I just don't. If, if there's any time, it's a time such as this. And yeah, that scares the hell out of me. I'll be honest.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I can understand that. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. I truly believe that these are the things, you know, from where I come at it, from I truly believe that these are the things that the deep state want us to think. They want us to f- come across or or be not just come across but be hopeless where people just kind of go, oh, well, what can we do, right? Or where do we go?" It's really dep- you know, they they, yeah. they And I love do want to clarify. I'm I'm not at
1: the well what can we do, you know, yeah. stage. <laughs> I'm I'm not there. I right. am not there. But I know what we can do. And I'm not liking that option, and then that breaks my heart. <laughs> do you, do yeah. you see the, the 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 subtle difference? Yeah. Um, intuitively, I know it's going to be a shit show. I'm sorry, I can't say it any other way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a shit show the past four years, but that's nothing compared to the shit show it will be if if this is fought as it should be, and yeah. it would be ugly. And well, I don't like that. I love my country. I love the people that mm-hmm. don't believe as I do. I love them dearly. And yeah. I don't need to see brother against brother in this.
0: Yeah. well, I don't Mother against
1: daughter or whatever yeah. that looks like, you know.
0: Well, it's kind of, you know, unfortunately, um, it's kind of already sort of there in some way. Um, and I don't like seeing it either. So this is not me saying, hey, well, it's there. So we got to just jump on board with it. It's, um, the things that we've seen and have come our, our way are the stories I've heard from personally, my own friends, you know, and their families and friends and just, you know, it's a little bit with my family, but not so much, but mm-hmm. a lot of the people that I've known throughout my life and, and things like that. Um, there is, it's difficult because I think, okay, for example, with COVID, right? I think COVID was a huge part of it, but I don't think that's where it started, but I think it really did cause a huge divide. And that's between the mask wearers, for example, and the people who choose not to wear masks. That, that was a huge one. I mean, my sister-in-law, um, she and her husband and their kids moved back to Utah and they go to church on Sundays and they're the only people in the entire church that are not wearing masks and they get all kinds of dirty looks and, but she, you know, she's told they're holding, (laughs) they're sticking to their guns. And Mm -hmm. I have a lot of respect for her because I know that can't be easy. Mm -hmm. And there are some businesses that refuse them to come in, but there are some that don't. And so life is definitely not easy, but you have her in-laws. So his family is, you know, um, calling them out you know, it's calling them selfish and things like that. So there's already that. And it's like, th- these are your, this is your family, you know? And mm-hmm. I know we've seen all kinds of, but I'm just saying that kind of stuff. So I think with that, we already see the divide with that. And before it was politics, but then it's been with COVID and where you stand on it, how you feel about it, what you, th- you know, whether you think it's real or not, or whatever the case may be. And then, So there's that kind of, I guess, that persecuting family members and friends. And then, of course, there was the race issue, right, Mm -hmm. Um, that they brought out there. And so then that caused another divide. And then, you know, it just seems like there's been a lot thrown at people, especially over the past year. But I would would argue the last four (laughs) years for sure. Um, Right where it just seems like they're always throwing something out there and people are just jumping on board with it and not realizing what they're doing to each other. And then you were, then there's those of us who don't want to be that way. And so we're out there looking at all this going, Oh my gosh. And this is, and you're right. It's really nothing in comparison to what I'm seeing already take place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, I, from still what I think is going to happen is there is going to still be some, there's going to be some turmoil still. We're not done with this, right? They're not going to say, oh, they're not just going to give it up that easily. Um, I'm talking about the deep state. They're not just going to say, oh, okay, you win. We'll move on. No, 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 (laughs) no. The deep state will, they're in it for the long haul. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. I Mm -hmm. agree.
1: And I always I always circle back to, you know, my original reason why I started this podcast is because of all the propaganda and censorship. And the mm-hmm. press is is not our friend. And they play a very active role in all this. In fact, yeah. I purposed that if they didn't exist, none of this would exist. The COVID hype, yeah. Yeah. the election fraud. Because there would not be a vehicle for the deep state to, f- to filter down their narrative to the masses yeah. in plain sight, telling mm-hmm. us exactly opposite of what we see with our own eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah. A global gaslighting on a, a, a massive scale that I've never seen before. And yeah. it's scary. And it's scary how many people fall for it and believe it and actually, you know, send Mm -hmm. me articles from MS, MSM proving their point, which I just you know, delete and, um, great. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm, <laughs> You're mm-hmm.
1: your entire Article on the, on the, that the fact that your source is, 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 speaking truth. And I'm, I feel sorry for you that you think that, um, Yeah, it's, it's
0: difficult that we've been sold the idea that mainstream media is a credible source, right? They, right. they, they make it like they just, it's all smoke and mirrors. They put on this grand, show. They've done that for a long time and they've convinced the people for a long time. It's been going on for a long time. You know, you have it, it really from my studies, it's been pretty much happening since around the 1930s, you know, right. um, with the media. It's an, it's a total CIA kind of operation, if you will. I, that's how I look at it. Um, and, uh, you see with that same narrative, that's why it's so hard to break. And this is why I understand why people Um, have a hard time seeing it when it's just staring them blindly in the, just, or blatant, like obviously not blindly, but obviously right in the face, the truth is right there and they cannot see it. Right. No. And it's, it's, it's scary to
1: Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. It's really, Mm -hmm. really scary to me. But then I have to remember, I too was one of those people 10 years ago, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, I was a Democrat, you know, in my twenties. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I right. have not been a conservative all my life. So right. mm-hmm. yeah, I, I've been the other side. i voted for the other side mm-hmm. and then I woke up.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Also with this podcast, I, you know, do want to mention that Ronnie um, has had to step down. She will still do some podcasts at some point, but she is an entrepreneur as well as a podcaster. And she had so many pans in the fire and just, couldn't do it all. And this podcast is not monetized yet. I'm doing this out of passion and my love for Mm -hmm. the subject. At some point it will get monetized, but I do understand her priorities and Mm -hmm. she needs to make sure food's on the table and I get it. So Lucina gratefully has taken her place. So we will be getting together and and podcasting about different things. And I've had a long time to think about the podcast and where I want it to go, especially with the change in personnel. And, you know, I do want to focus on more evergreen content, kind of like the discussions we're having now, more mm-hmm. relating to all that is going on. We will still cover the news events, but I don't want to be tied as much to them. I don't want to say, Oh, this just dropped. I've got to get a podcast out tomorrow and make sure I'm current. I, I do. We will cover yeah. those things, but not that does. I don't want to be that bent. We're not a news station. We are commentary. And we're also bringing to you a place where is, if you believe as we do, you have a place to go to hear that because you won't hear it in the mainstream. You won't mm-hmm. hear it on in the New York Times <laughs> you won't hear it <laughs> in the LA Times you won't hear it anywhere right. really except these fringe sources and the mm-hmm. fringe probably isn't the fringe anymore it's probably the majority but you know yeah. until mainstream steps off their throne or mm-hmm. they're forced off their throne and social media quits censoring the hell out of us this is what we've got in in my opinion i don't
0: know if you agree with me Lucina but Well, I do because, you know, the people that I, um, follow, like, uh, I've mentioned them before, but you know, David, the X-22 report, um, I've mm-hmm. got his site pulled up right now. Um, you know, I listen to him every day. I, f- I follow his, all of his reports. And then of course, amazing Polly is another one. She's, uh, my fellow Canadian and I'm proud of her for what she's doing. And she brings a whole other deeper research side and, and also a passion and perspective of just, you know, not giving up the fight against truth. I mean, she is a true, true warrior. Um, so I just absolutely love her. Um, and there are a, uh, there's also, um, really graceful on uh, YouTube. I can't believe she's still on YouTube, but I, I don't think she's fully monetized. Um, <laughs> but she does some pretty, she's got her own very interesting perspective as well too. So, um, I'll definitely include all those links if you haven't heard of any of these. Um, at this point, but, um, what I get from going to, um, these other, I guess, sources or where they have commentaries and research and all of that, as I don't feel alone in what Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, it makes me realize, and I'm, you're tapping into when you're listening and I see, for example, the X-22 report on, um, his, uh, Twitter, he's got, you know, something like, uh, I don't know, he's got 550,000 plus followers. I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and he gets like when I, by the time I see his episode or watch it or listen to it off his website, I mean, it's already had, you know, often somewhere like, you know, 70, 80,000 listens, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I know that I'm not, I'm, I'm joining this kind of like, it's like we're underground, but we're all out there. (laughs) And, and, and then amazing Polly again, she, I mean, her videos, she moved over to BitChute because YouTube shut her down, but she was, you know, uploading there. I mean, her videos are getting like, even at this point, even still on BitChute, like 130,000 plus views every time they go up. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I, I don't feel I, alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, that's true. I know for me and I'm I'm horrible. I'm not a great video watcher. I prefer to read by content and that's one of the things that it's it's harder to find uh, sources that that resonate with me through writing or that, you know, aren't complete you know, mm-hmm. crap either, you know, and so mm-hmm. I do appreciate these videos. I I need to watch them more. Um, I'm even bad. I don't listen to podcasts and I have a podcast, so I'm more, I I've always been a very visual person instead of mm-hmm. auditory. So I like to see my content rather than listen And most videos. When you watch them, they're, they're mainly audio auditory. They have some pictures, but for the most part, it's mainly audio. So I appreciate that. And we will include those links. And I want to tell everyone, in case you don't know, we do our links on the Facebook page. My website exists only as a backup in case we are kicked off certain platforms. There's a place to call my own if iTunes suddenly decides to censor us or Spotify. So it's not fancy. It's not pretty. You can definitely listen to us there, but I kind of take you back to our Facebook page, which might be crazy in itself if we get censored there at some point, but I do back Mm -hmm. up all my posts Mm -hmm. there and it's just easier to post our links to what we share and also the links to our podcast there. And I know if you're listening through iTunes or Spotify and you're a subscriber, you're already getting notifications about us and seeing us that way. But if you do want to see our sources at this point, do go to our Facebook page at some point. I will fancy up my website and get it a little bit better and have the links and everything on there. But for right now, Facebook is an easier vehicle just to get it out there and, and, hopefully increase some engagement and some interaction because you can definitely interact there easier than on our website. And I do appreciate all the comments that we've been getting on our website and um, on iTunes and um, please keep them coming. They really help us to continue to do what we do, knowing that we're making a difference to the Uh world. We get comments from all over. So that's,
0: that's
1: really awesome, you know, and I, and I just want to let everyone know I haven't given up on this podcast at all, not at all. I'm very passionate and very strong, and we'll continue with it. It's it's just been a hard month with the physical issues and also just the overall election and the mm-hmm. constant up up and down. Oh, the Supreme Court is not going to take it. Oh, they are. Oh, they are. You yeah, know, it's just
0: yeah. You know. <laughs> well, and a note on that too. You know yeah. what's really interesting about the Supreme Court, and sadly you know, I know even I myself was like, yeah, because we have Amy Coney Barrett, we have um Kavanaugh. Well, we have some good people, but unfortunately some of the swamp is also still on the Supreme court and they are senior to Amy Coney Barrett. But the good news is, is that they're there and there is a process. And I believe that they're following that process, but it's very disappointing. Like even Trump said, it was very disappointing to see what happened. And um, also they set a very sad precedence there as well too, because, you know, they're basically kind of saying, well, the states, um, if the states kind of alter their rules, like we're not really stepping in. Right. And, and unfortunately, like I said, the swamp is still, there's still some swamp in the Supreme court. So we can't really do much about that. Um, But The great news is, you know, and I want to take it because I know we started off with, well, we don't know what is what and where it's all going. Mm -hmm. One of the things that Dave from the X-22 report keeps pointing out and just some of the sources that I've looked at as well too, and what he shares, um, is there still the the Pence card on January 6th, right? And Pence is going to be reviewing all of you know, the, you know, the submissions and the certifications and go from there. And he will most, we're hoping, I mean, this is what it, it'll probably end up being, but he will, um, be rejecting obviously, um, some of those states. So June, January 6th and 20th, we got to keep our eyes on that. um, um really obviously January 6th is going to be a big day to see what happens when all that stuff is brought before Pence. Um, and so that's Trump's next card, but I believe I do see everything still flipping in his direction. Okay. Um, Please share. And, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that's the, that's the next card. I mean, we're, we're now on the holidays. Uh, we're not going to see a whole lot moving in any, really any direction. Everyone's going to be doing their family thing or whatever they're doing and taking a bit of a break. But January 6th is the Is That's not very far away. That's two weeks away. Right. Right. Or just over two weeks away. So that's the big day for Pence and um, him, you know, reviewing those certifications. So that's the big day to watch out for. I still believe that we will see, we will not, you know, there is, you know, one thing to, this is really good. This is a really good thing to think about. Okay. And Dave from the X-23 report said this. First of all, Trump's appointing new people, like really good example. He's appointed someone to take over the Kennedy center. Well, you know, the Kennedy center and that COVID relief bill received mm-hmm. like over 40 million yeah. or that's not, they haven't received it, but that's what right. they are saying. Um, $40 million. Well, they're not open. There's nobody working there. Um, and I think, you know, Ahead of all of this, Trump was already had already started to. point, <laughs> he's appointed someone to take over that, right? right. And see what he because I think he knows something's up. I don't think he, I think he's at way ahead, always ahead of people. Um and so with that, with all this kind of crazy stuff going on with going on there, um, with the money and and everything, um, if he was about to leave, why is he not making his plans? right? First right. of all, I don't hear anything about his plans. Um, next thing, and that's really important to remember. Um, the other thing that's really important to remember is if if Kamala Harris and Pen, uh, Biden are in, why hasn't Kamala given up her seven, her Senate seat, right?
1: Oh, she hasn't yeah, made, given it. that up. I forgot up. about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. The right. thing is, is
0: that the, the thing is, is for them, like, and for Trump, Trump's playing different optics. They're playing their own optics for who they're um where their allegiance is. And so I think if we remember, they want people to think that he's a president elect. Well, right now there's nothing really saying that he is. That's just the media saying that. And remember, the electoral, um, the electoral college is not the end of the road. That's what a lot of people think, right? Right. And so people are so confused. Um, about what is what here. And and there's this other stuff going on that we're we got to remember, she hasn't given a percentage seat yet. Why? Because they know that they're not going to get in, right? But, <laughs> but if they play along with the narrative for now, they're satisfying the people that they are allegiant to, they're, where their allegiance is, mm-hmm. and they're rolling out their plans because the next. So this is where I'm seeing it. And and I've already been seeing it. And Dave at X22 Report, he's been seeing it. And kind of amazing Polly, just all these people that come from different perspectives, they're seeing it, but they're showing different sources and information that that show that. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of going, you know, I'm really not worried, but I'm worried about when things do work out. You know, it's not like you said. It's not about winning or losing, right? Right. It's about a free and fair election. So if it's free and fair, right. then then there's no problem. We should be able to certify and recount and double check everything, right?
1: Exactly. I mean, and nobody and so- should even you know ridicule it or you know bat an eyelash. It, it's our it's our right as Americans to do that, <laughs> and it's not mm-hmm. getting done.
0: You know. Well, not the level that it should be. And right. you have states like Georgia that are outright saying, no, well, look, if there's no problem and you feel that, it, that he won fair and square, then let us let people come in mm-hmm. and do their job. He didn't let them do their job during the election. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if, I mean, according to what many people have signed affidavits on, then, then let us come in and and certify that and make sure that that's accurate but if you deny it, then what are you hiding right It's just right. always coming down to that. So always always and people have seen it you know and that's the other thing too we have to remember is that they the deep state the, their media minions all of that, they do not want us to believe that people see it. That's why they're censoring. that's why there's you know and speaking of censorship, also in the bill, remember I, I shared that article with mm-hmm. you. Also yes, in the bill is a censorship provision. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you read that? Did you take a look at that? <laughs> I did. I didn't fully understand it, but yes, I did take a look at that.
0: Well, the whole idea is basically that those you know who receive the relief, which is basically pretty much everyone, most people, um, the the uh, stimulus, are you're basically also kind of you know, saying they they have a censorship provision in there. So they're saying, well, if you share, honestly, I don't know how they're going to do this because for example, I don't exist on Facebook anymore. right? <laughs> not, not as me as someone else. Right. right so I don't right. know how they're going to track all that, but they are, you know, they're handing out up to $30,000 in fines for, you know, sharing certain types of memes and things like that, um, mm-hmm. on social media. I just find that, really weird. So you spent the last, how many months arguing over this? You decide on $600. It's more than enough for uh, tax paying Americans. Okay. By right. the way. And, uh, you just, you somehow had time to figure out that you needed to put a censorship provision in there and include fines. They even included stuff about election results. Like what are they? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, when you panic, you make stupid mistakes. And I feel like they're totally making stupid outright mistakes that you are not going to be able to sneak by the people anymore. They're done. We're done with it. Mm -hmm. Right. So what do you think about that? About the provision or just about the provision and also about, you know, um, like it just goes back to the downloads. Like I see on the things that the sources that I follow, there's so many networks out there of people getting the information out, truth out, and I see the amount of people viewing it. You saw the lineups and the the way that Trump could get people at the airport within hours, right? like thousands and thousands of people, okay right. mm-hmm. within hours um when you when I look at that and I keep that in my mind, I think people are no, there are people that are still blind. I get that. It's never going to be a hundred percent, but there are people who see it. And I think it's not going to be the majority, but it's going to be, it's, it's a high percentage of people. Okay. What that number is, I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going back to is, you know, with this bill, cause there's a lot of people not happy about this bill. People I know that even voted you know, Democrat. Okay. So it's not about, that's not what even what this is about anymore. Okay. Right. Right. I think this was so obviously a big slap in Americans' faces that I think a lot of people woke up from this bill alone and kind of went, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And how all of that money is going to foreign aid, like billions of dollars. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So you mean, what do I think about it? Helping
0: others wake up? Well, what you think, so, so sorry, like what you think about, like, what do you think about the fact that, um, obviously there, well, what you think about the censorship provision, for example, that's just one crazy thing in there. There's like, it's a five, it's almost a 6,000 page document. Okay. Right. No, it's a huge document. And I have been researching
1: it for, the work that I do on the side, I do gig work. And so I've been looking into some of the provisions. And I wasn't aware of this censorship provision until you shared it. And of course, I feel it's crap, you know, and Am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised. But also we, we have to remember that President Trump did just kick it back. And so oh, yeah. that, that $600 is ridiculous. He wants 2000. And of course, Pelosi responds back. We wanted to do 2000, but the Republicans didn't want to do. It. I'm like, yeah, right. I, I believe really he do. was.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> most of the Republicans voted on the 600 and all this other garbage that they didn't even read about.
1: Right, and they wanted
0: two thousand. Okay, well, if they wanted two thousand, then why did they sign the bill? Like, why did they sign it? I don't understand. You know, right? But,
1: I I know it, it, exactly, and yeah. so it's just uh, again a shit show. But it has been kicked back. Yep. So at this point, I don't, I don't know. Will that provision get taken out? Will it slide by? Will some of this stupid? ridiculous, ridiculous aid that's going to foreign countries why are we giving aid to them isn't in our country that's having issues right now that makes no sense to me in any way shape or form but it's the pork that the democrats put on Mm -hmm. and why anyone thinks that's a good thing or thinks that they're being done right by their party if they are a Democrat just blows my mind.
0: But well I also also though I would want I'm gonna go as far to say that it's not just the Democrats. There are several rhinos within the Republican Party, unfortunately. And I just think it does it's not even whether you're blue or red or whatever anymore. It's who are where's your allegiance? Who are you helping and protecting? Who whose interests are you helping and protecting? Well, it's mm-hmm. not the American people. And if you yeah. look at these programs, actually, I'll I'll um, definitely share the link to that part on the X-22 Reports page, and you can just go through it. He actually listed out several of the programs on this um, almost 6,000-page bill, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, and it's it's supposed to be a COVID relief bill. Well, if you look at these programs, I don't see anything here that in any of these programs that say anything about COVID relief for anyone else. It's these crazy, I don't know, gender programs in yep. Pakistan, Sri Lanka, all that. And, and look, folks, you know, we know that this is just another money laundering scheme. They're sending it in these programs. It's going to come back to their, you know, their PALS organizations or, or their organizations. And that's how it works. How else is Nancy Pelosi worth hundred million? Right. I mean, being a house speaker. I don't, last time I checked, I don't think you get paid that much. No, you do not. Mm -mm, Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of corruption in the spending. And that is the one thing, again, there's another organization through Hillsdale College. I was looking at it on their, on their YouTube channel. Hillsdale teaches free constitution classes, by the way, Mm -hmm. and real true American history. They are self-funded. They do not take one ounce of public money. Okay, Mm. Um, no support from the government whatsoever. They are self-funded, and obviously, people in the community fund that as well too. Mm -hmm. And so, they offer free Constitution classes to the public and real American history, which is great. Um, But on their YouTube channel, um, again, it's Hillsdale College. They have different speakers who align their work. Their work is aligned with the Constitution, and one man. I watch, I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, but he has, um, it's like, um, on the books.org or.com. I believe his organization is all about showing the American people where your money is going. And that is according to the constitution. Every single dollar needs to be accounted for. Right. But when you look at it, it's ugly. I mean, they're throwing money away. I mean, that's what it looks like. I still believe it's money laundering, but I mean, it's still very wasteful spending. It doesn't matter how you package it. And Americans, if they looked at these numbers, again, why are we sending all this money in aid and giving Americans $600? Why are we giving illegal aliens up to $1,800 cash? Right. Right. It's right. like me. I'm not an American citizen. It's like me saying, well, you know, I'm married to an American, so therefore I should be able to vote. Well, I know that's not my right as a, as a green card holder, <laughs> you know, I'm not a citizen, <laughs> yeah. right. I will right. be, but I'm not yet. So. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> rant over. I'll get off my soapbox for now and let you get on.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. Um, So overall, I mean, we were going to talk about this, the stimulus bill, and we are talking about it. Um, Now that it's kicked back, where Mm -hmm. do we think it will go from here? You know, he, he, Trump said he refuses to sign it unless there's a $2,000 check per person
0: involved. Um, I have programs are going to go too. he said, he's removing some of those programs as well. Sorry. Okay, good. No, no, no,
1: it's good. And I, Mm -hmm. I read that too, but forgot to add it. So yeah. So what is that? What does that mean for
0: us? I mean, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, as American people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I, I think what I thought was really smart about what he did is he came mm-hmm. out and he addressed people before he says, I'm sending it back. I'm rejecting it and requesting the following provisions. So, or revisions, my, my apologies. And, mm-hmm. and now they, you know, they'll still come back and try to throw it on him and say that he's the one who's denying it and blah, blah, blah. Right. But he's already forewarned us. So those of us who get it, we're not going to, you know, we get it we're like, yeah, we want him to do this. I personally would rather my, that $600 go to somebody who really needs it. I know we kind of all have to receive it or whatever, but Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to say no to money, but, and I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm just not, you know, I'm not convinced that, you know, that's the best they can do. We obviously see there's a gross amount of money going into places. Like, again, I'm just going to bring it up the Kennedy center. Why are we giving, why would they ask for $40 million to the Kennedy center? when it's closed and nobody's (laughs) working, what are we funding? Right. Um, Right. You know, and so we have to look at all this and I think he has every, I think he's doing the right thing for Americans Mm -hmm. because in the end, well, where does that leave us? I don't really know what's going to happen. It's like you said, it's just going to be another, it's going to be another fight. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think the Democrats will have no, or you know, those who voted for the bill just because both sides did, um they'll be left with no choice but to to do something different with it because it's all out there. I mean, I don't think in the history of bills <laughs> being passed <laughs> that people are as hyper aware as they are now and all that information is being is totally in our faces, you know? I agree. I agree.
1: And yeah. if it isn't covered by mainstream, it's definitely on social media as much as isn't getting censored, that is. But yes, I, <laughs> I
0: agree. <laughs> yeah, people are talking about it. People are not happy. The word has gotten out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Trump did the right thing by le- coming out and leveling with everyone and saying, look, this is what's in the bill. It's mm-hmm. just absolutely ridiculous. These programs and things like that. And they're going to spin it however they want. I don't really care because I don't listen to that anymore. Right. Um, and uh, let them do that. And he knows they're going to do it. He even said he's used to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's okay. I'm, he said that in the debate. That's okay. I'm used to it now. <laughs> but but yeah. I mean, yeah, he's already come out and forewarned us with what he's doing. And I think he did the right thing there because now it's out there. Right. And what are they going to do? Are they Are just going to hold on to that? They're just all they're doing is asking for, you know, they're just going to, I think most of them are going to get kicked out anyway. <laughs>
1: so, do do I, we know when Congress is out of session
0: for the holiday? Do we know? I think it's, I think it's now. Like I believe okay. that's another reason why they wanted to get something done before the holidays. Right. And that's, you know, no one's going to sit down and read 6,000 pages. I'm certainly not going to. I'm grateful to the people who've done some research and reading into this. <laughs> yes. There are
1: people out there that have read this and written copious articles about it. And I appreciate all of them because 6,000 pages. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know. I, I, I haven't read it either. I Let me see. when When is Congress in session? Let me see if I can find that really quick.
0: Sure. And really, the really disgusting thing about it is they all, they all voted for it, signed it, and all that kind of stuff. And they haven't read it. They don't know. Really, I think they have an idea of what's in it, mm-hmm. but they don't really know what's in it. And that should be a huge red flag for people. Yeah. And a COVID relief bill should be pretty straightforward. Every American gets X amount of dollars. This is what we're going to do for small businesses. And this is what we're going to do over here. There there should be no other countries and illegal aliens and all that kind of stuff should not be involved. I mean, it's just my take on it.
1: <laughs> they must have ran over because what I'm reading for 2020 is that uh, it was... December 4th. Oh, the house was in session the 7th through the 10th, and they weren't in session in week three, four or five. Mm -hmm. So they must have ran over to do that bill. That's Mm -hmm. the only thing I can think of. So yeah, you're right. they probably aren't in session right now. Um, I do know that the options, um, legally or according to our constitution is there could be an amendment to the bill that may be signed to be able to increase the direct payments. So there could be an Mm -hmm. amendment or a new bill is introduced, released to be signed by the house sentence and Senate, and then the white house or a pocket veto from Trump causing the bill to end. So those are the top three choices we have there. And we'll just have to see how it plays out and when it plays out, you know? Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, $600, $2,000, $1,500, $1,200, whatever. I mean, that's not a lot of money. I mean, $600 is definitely like pocket change, you know, for these people. But um doesn't get you a lot in this uh, day and age, that's for sure. Um, no, you know, no. I don't want to downplay how- it,
1: though. I, I think it can help some people that, you know, that could be a lot of money to some people, you know. But I... I agree with you that as they they're the ones that created this situation that needs relief in the first place, had this situation not being cr- created and perpetuated by mm-hmm. the press. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be even talking about this. We wouldn't be needing relief, you know? So nothing yeah. they give us could possibly compare to what they've taken away from us
0: nothing. Well, and I agree and that's kind of where my point was going. It doesn't yeah, matter no. If it's I, Yeah, no. and 600, 1200, 2000 mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to give it, it's going to help people in the very very short term. Mm-hmm. Like if it's $600, you know, you're not paying rent or catching up on your rent with that. You're putting some food on the table and probably keeping your lights on and your internet right. so you can, you know, look for a job or whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um you know, depending on the situation of the person, that's just one example. Um, So the people who've really lost, I mean, I, you see it all the time. You hear about it all the time. Maybe it's even harder to hear about it now. And I know people who've lost everything, everything, everything out on the streets. Yes. House is gone. Business is gone. Money's gone. Where's their relief? You're going to give them $600 slap in the face because you wanted to shut down the country, Mm -hmm. you know? For a ninety-nine point nine seven plus whatever percent recovery rate of something, right. you know, I mean, I think we're all seeing that now, <laughs> and uh, most that, of us that, are. Most of us, yeah, are. yeah. Well, I would say most, yeah, I wouldn't say all, but yeah. I, I'm talking all of us, maybe all of us here, or majority of us here on this uh, channel. Um, so
1: no, that's I just, agree. I, I just see that COVID is a great divider, and it's not even. <laughs> partisan at times. There are people on the right that totally believe this COVID and that these restrictions are necessary and you know they stay at home and self-quarantine and all of that. And I'm I'm not um I'm not being negative towards them, but I do know that this is beyond part partisanship. You know, it's oh yeah it, it, and that was very, very clever when the Left decided to play this up because it right. does divide people further, not just oh, along yeah. party lines, but along you know, are you being selfish by even going out to go grocery shopping line, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. It just the full effect of that just blows my mind. Um, mm-hmm. because, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and that and that's the that's exact that's exactly it. it you know, it, to me, it was never really a partisan issue either. I mean, there's just wherever you stand politically doesn't mean that you stand a certain way. You know, on COVID or all the lockdowns, the vaccine, all this stuff, or, or even abortion that can bleed party lines too. You know, exactly. I, yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Yeah. But and so we wouldn't like it make it
1: so black and white and it's not.
0: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, And that, and I think that is the great divide. Yeah. That's just, that is where the great divide is. Um, Like I said, it started in other places. It's um trickled into what we're seeing it now. I wouldn't say trickled it. I mean, this year it really took over, but yeah. now and into so many different places, you know, now we're, dealing with race stuff that, you know, it's just, all of it is so difficult because I do believe there are issues out there in every area, but it's being used to divide people. Right. And, uh, it, unfortunately it's, it's succeeded with many, you know,
1: yes. succeeded with many. Succeeded with many on both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So-
1: well, thank you. And I, I think we will wrap it up here. Did you have anything else to add, Lucina? I think, um,
0: you know, I think today I want to end it with Donald, Donald Trump's tweet from 2014. <laughs> okay. He said it. This is in 2014, before he became, before he even got in the race, right? Mm-hmm. Before the race even started. He said, I hope we never find life on another planet because if we do, there's no doubt that the United States will start sending them money. exclamation mark. Um, so I believe that he saw enough at that point and was already planning his run for, for president. Yes.
1: Yes. I agree. And that's a great way to, to end it. And
0: yeah, he's in it for the long haul. I think that was the other thing he's in it for the long haul and we're going to have to be in it for the long haul too. And, and patiently wait. And as you say, We'll have to see what happens, right? We'll have so have to
1: see what happens, yes. And mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being our listeners. We really appreciate you. Please catch us on Facebook at French Following and uh, is our Facebook page. And then also there is our website, frenchfollowing.com. We also have Twitter and we're also on Parler. Um, with that said, Ronnie was handling those social media areas, so I will be taking them over and kind of um, working on them more. We haven't posted much in those areas of late, but we will. We, uh, please subscribe to us if you get a chance. And um, thank you very much for listening. And we'll catch you on the next news cycle. Bye.